Hello everyone and welcome to Living a Life Through Books, the podcast about everything bookish. I'm your host, Dr. Shanaz Ahmed, and today is Month in Review. We are doing August of 2022. I would say that this was a good month. I read 10 books and that's solid for me. Also, at the time of this recording, I'm at five books ahead of my 100 book Goodreads goals. So that's great because if you guys will remember, I was five books ahead and then at one point I was one book behind. So I had to come back from that. I'm feeling very confident that I'll hit another great month in September. May not be my best month yet. My best so far has been 15 books, but I'll be happy if I get over 10. But we shall see what life has in store for me and my reading. Okay, I know you guys want me to get to the books, but come on, hang with me for a bit. So I wanted to say that I'm coming very close to the last episode of the season. And this might just be the last episode because we hit four years of this podcast on September 6th. So that day will mark the start of year five of this podcast and hence season five. I don't have any special themes for seasons. It's just a yearly marker for me. But of course, my wonderful husband, Brad Slavic has composed me another piece for year five, or rather season five, so that will be new. I'm still thinking about the start of season five. I just recorded an episode with a literary agent, and it's going to be amazing for you writers out there. And I wonder, should I start season five with that? I just might, because... I may not have the time to do another episode for the start of season five. But anyway, I'll just ponder away. And for now, we should do the books I read this past month. Oh, before I do that, I have to ask for your support of my podcast because I know you want to and it's just the kind thing to do for me. So you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash podcast. And for the cost of a coffee, support me. Also, you can start an audiobook subscription with Libro FM using code LLTB Podcast. Now, a Libro FM subscription benefits you, me, when you use the code, and your local bookstore. Besides, it's an amazing audiobook app. Six out of the 10 books for this month that I read were Libro FM books. I wouldn't recommend them if I didn't believe in their cause. Oh, and uh, all the links will be in the show notes. So do click on those and support me, please. And now, let's get to the books I read this past month. Book one, Lizzie Blake's Best Mistake by Maisie Eddings. This is supposed to be a rom-com? Or is it supposed to be a romance? I think it was more romance and quite frankly, the characters and their choices were not believable. I mean, suspension of disbelief only goes so far. I don't know why I finished my books, but this was a two-star read for me. Book two, Take Back Your Power, 10 New Rules for Women at Work by Deborah Liu. 
I, gosh, I can't remember much about this book. I think it was your usual, be assertive and ask for a position and don't hesitate to go after what you want and pivot if you must, etc., etc., etc. type motivation self-help for women in the workplace book. Three stars. Moving on. Three, Our Wives Under the Sea by Julia Armfield. When I first read this book, I wasn't sure how I felt about it. But the more I think about this book, the more I appreciate the depth of it. Yes, pun intended. This is about a woman who's a marine biologist. Is that right? And anyway, she's going on the submarine mission to explore the depths of the ocean. And it's about her wife who's concerned about the mission that it was taking too long and wonders if there's been an issue or emergency. Just try it. It's existential. I gave it four stars. Book four, A Strange and Stubborn Endurance by Foz Meadows. This is the book I go back to for this month. This was a gay romance, but oh my goodness, let me tell you, whoa, I have so many thoughts. First off, I read the reviews after I finished the book and people didn't get past the first couple of chapters because there wasn't a content warning and it was too much for them. Okay, yes, it was a violent rape scene in the beginning and it was orchestrated really well. I had to put the book down and process it all for a few days before I continued. I mean, it was a good processing. And after that, it's a solid romance. Basically, two men are in a political marriage. One man, the one who was raped, feels not deserving of any love and is afraid to love. The other man has to tread lightly because if he makes a move on his husband, he's worried he may do something drastic. I, the husband may do something drastic. That's all I can say. It's so good. The sexual tension is beyond high. It's electric. When these two men have to process their relationship, getting close and apart like a spring. So um, this is a fantasy also. Honestly, the fantasy element and the other intrigue element is is there. It's okay. I mean, it's not great. But because the romance and the strong feelings it evokes, I give it five stars. Book five, The Book Eaters by Sunyi Dean. Or is it Sunyi Dean? This was the most anticipated fantasy book. I saw the cover and I thought it would be the cutest fantasy ever. I thought... I mean, I think I was thinking like Cerulean Sea, and boy, was I wrong. I mean, I completely misjudged this one. It was a dark, dark, dark fantasy. It's about these different types of creatures. There are the women, princesses, fed a diet of books, primarily fairy tales, and they marry have to give birth and immediately give their child away. These children are special. Some turn into this being that desires the human brain or rather the human mind to consume, like to eat. 
like a vampire with blood. And then there are other creatures that are like the gatekeepers to make sure the society continues as it should. I gave the book four stars on Goodreads, but in rethinking it after a couple of weeks, I would drop it to three stars. Try it. It's different and uh, you may like it. Okay, book six, The Rising Tide, Vera Stanhope, book 10 by Anne Cleves. This is a murder mystery. This group of adults, they meet every five years and it's their 50th year anniversary and one of the men is found hanging. But is it suicide? Of course not. It's a murder mystery. So it's murder. And you have Vera Stanhope, the primary investigator. She starts asking questions and she has to solve the case before more people die. I guess this was book 10. And it's my first Vera Stanhope novel. So it was good. I give it solid four stars. You would probably like it if you like murder mysteries and all of that. All right, book seven, Husband Material, London Calling, number two, by Alexis Saul. So number two, as in this was book two. This is a cute gay romance. I read Alexis Hall before. I mean, uh, Lady for a Duke. And I love that book. So if you like cute dialoguing and just cuteness in general, you will like this book. The thing is that I started with this one and there was a lot of mention about Lucian's past. Well, I was in FOMO. I thought I missed a lot in book one. And anyway, I figured that I would finish this book, which is book two, and then read book one to catch up on the bad relationship of Lucian's past and start of the romance. That was this book. Well, book one is my next book for this month. So before I go there, I gave this one five stars. And book eight, which is Boyfriend Material, London Calling, book one by Alexis Hall. This was book one, right? And I was hoping the past they mentioned so much in book two would be addressed in this book. But the author only touched on it. And this book was about Lucian and Oliver getting together and fake dating because Lucian needed a date to save his work and Oliver needed a date for an event. Well, fake dating leads to fake texting, leads to real dating, leads to romance and cuteness. So, other than the fact I wanted to see more of Lucian's fall before his rise, this was another cute five-star book for me. Book nine, The Prisoner, a novel by B.A. Paris. This is my first B.A. Paris book. It's a psychological thriller, starts with a kidnapping. Emily is a prisoner, and is she safer as a prisoner than with her husband? The book is written in two timelines, the past and the present, and then finally it goes to all present and resolves the story. I liked it, but I didn't love it. The resolution wasn't satisfying to me. Like, motivations weren't very clear. I get it, but I don't. I will give this book three and a half stars and book 10, the last book I read for this month was If I Survive You by Jonathan Escoffrey. This is a series of short stories that are supposed to be connected, but I guess they were written out of order and I didn't really appreciate the connection between the stories. 
It's about Jamaicans coming to America and dealing with being black versus Jamaican and the opportunities they have in this country versus their own. It's about their identity in America versus in Jamaica. The end to one of the stories was just poignant. And there was one short story that I couldn't figure out how it fit in or connected with the other stories, but it was crazy. I'm torn. I mean, I give this book three and a half stars. Round it up, round it down, read it, don't read it. It's good, it's not good, but there you have it. That's all the books I read for the month of August 2022. Tell me, have you read any of these? Do you plan to? I'd love to hear from you. And uh, coming up on this podcast is the conversation with the publishing agent. I recorded it today, so we'll see how far I get with editing and when it comes out. Of course, Book Club, also another episode I recorded today. We did How Beautiful We Were by Imbolo Mbui. And for whatever reason, it must be the season, but I'm getting a few more book coverage requests. Maybe I'll get some author interviews out of it in the future. We shall see. For now... Thank you so, so, so much for listening to my podcast. It means the world to me. Before I go, if you loved this episode or any of my previous episodes, please take a moment to write me a review on Apple Podcasts. Please share this podcast with your family and friends and through your social media channels. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram on Living a Life Through Books, I'm also on Clubhouse. Look me up by name. I'm on TikTok. My tag is at Dr. Shnaz Ahmed. You can reach me through email. My address is livingalifethroughbooks at gmail.com. My website is shnazahmed.com. That is S-H-A-H-N-A-Z-A-H-M-E-D.com. The opening and closing music to this and all my previous episodes was composed by my husband, Brad Slavik. I'm Dr. Shanaz Ahmed with Living a Life Through Books signing off. Remember to water the seeds within you. It's time.